Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to another exciting episode of the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. We're taking you on a journey back in time today, to explore the life of Vlad III, also known as Vlad the Impaler, and sometimes Vlad Dracula. That's right. No vampires today folks, but a very real historical figure. Vlad III was a fascinating and brutal leader in his time. And don't worry, we've sprinkled in a few jokes to lighten the mood. Let's kick things off with Vlad's early life. Born in 1431 in Transylvania, he was the second son of Vlad II Dracul. His father was a member of the Order of the Dragon, which was dedicated to stopping the Ottoman advance into Europe. Hence, the name Dracula, meaning son of the dragon. But no fire-breathing here, just political intrigue and some, pointed tactics. Good one Marco. Vlad's family was a part of the Wallachian nobility, and they had a history of fighting for their land and their rights. The young Vlad grew up in a tumultuous period marked by internal power struggles and external threats. Moving on to Vlad's talents, apart from his obvious military acumen and, let's say, unique methods of punishing enemies. He was also known to be very intelligent and spoke multiple languages. You might even say he was the point of reference for multilingual leaders of his time. Let's deep dive into his kingdom. Wallachia, where Vlad ruled, was located north of the Danube River and south of the Carpathian Mountains. It's a region that's now part of modern-day Romania. In terms of geography, it had dense forests, rugged terrain, and was strategically positioned between the Ottoman Empire and the Kingdom of Hungary. Population stats are a bit murky for that era, but Wallachia was home to a mix of ethnicities, with a majority Romanian population. The total population would have been in the hundreds of thousands. Now, onto Vlad's rise to power. After his father's assassination and his brother's brutal death, Vlad sought revenge and also aimed to reclaim his father's position as voivode, or ruler, of Wallachia. He managed this with support from the Hungarians, and his first reign began in 1448. However, his time on the throne was short-lived due to political machinations and battles for power. He regained the throne several years later and began his infamous rule. His leadership style? Let's just say, it was pointed. And by pointed, Chuck means he impaled a lot of people. Vlad's cruelty is stuff legends are made of. Impalement was his signature method of execution. Victims were usually placed on long, sharp stakes that were then raised upright. It was a slow agonizing way to die. But it wasn't just the act itself, it was the scale. He once impaled 20,000 Ottomans outside the city of Targovist to create what was described as a forest of the dead. This gruesome sight was meant to deter Sultan Mehmed II, and it worked. The Sultan, upon seeing this forest of his impaled forces, decided to retreat. His actions were driven by a mix of political strategy, personal vendetta, and, of course, psychological warfare. Vlad believed that these extreme measures would establish his authority and frighten his enemies. Speaking of enemies, let's discuss his successes against the Ottomans. During his reign, the Ottoman Empire sought to expand its territories. Vlad, determined not to become a vassal of the Ottomans, resisted. While the Ottomans had a larger and more seasoned army, Vlad used guerrilla warfare tactics and his intimate knowledge of the terrain to his advantage. He often launched surprise attacks or laid traps for the Ottoman forces. And then there's the infamous night attack in 1462, where Vlad tried to assassinate the Sultan himself. 
While he didn't succeed in killing Mehmed II, he did manage to inflict heavy casualties on the Ottoman camp and momentarily halt their advance. Post this attack, his reign saw a period of relative stability, but he was eventually imprisoned by the Hungarians on false accusations of treason. He regained the throne once more in 1476 but faced yet another Ottoman invasion. Unfortunately, this time, Vlad met his end. It's hard to pin down an exact number of people Vlad killed during his reign. Estimates vary, but between battles, impalements, and other forms of execution, some historians believe the number could be as high as 100,000. Whether this number is accurate or not, it's clear that Vlad's reign was one of the bloodiest in history. Despite his cruelty, some in Romania consider him a hero. They argue that his extreme methods were necessary to defend the kingdom and Christdom from the Ottomans. It's a divisive legacy, for sure. But one thing's certain, Vlad III left an indelible mark on history. As for his lasting impact, the tales of his brutal methods were passed down and somewhat embellished. This led to the legends of Dracula, which inspired Bram Stoker's famous novel. So, you might say he had a stake in the creation of one of literature's most famous characters. And now, a word from our sponsor. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon presale now. Welcome back. To wrap things up, Vlad III was indeed a controversial and brutal leader, but he was also a defender of his homeland and its Christian beliefs against Ottoman expansion. His legacy is a mix of horror stories and national heroism. He's a figure who'll continue to fascinate and terrify for generations to come. Thanks for tuning into the History AI podcast, folks. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the life of Vlad III. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. We appreciate all your support. Stay curious, and we'll catch you in the next episode.